All right, welcome to Storyline 28 in our Faith and Work Bible. This one is called Christ's Resurrection and Ascension. I'm going to go ahead and read some verses from our reading in Luke chapter 24, starting with verse 1. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. This is after Jesus had died. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside, excuse me, beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who said this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because the words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen uh, lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. I'll go ahead and skip down to verse 36, where Jesus appears to the disciples, and the disciples were, you know, at this point talking about reports that, um, that he was alive. While they were, this verse 36, while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, why are you troubled? Why do you doubt? Why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet, and while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the Law of Moses, the Prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with with power from on high. these last few verses when he had led them out to the vicinity of bethany he lifted up his hands and blessed them while he was blessing them he left them and was taken up into heaven then they worshiped him and returned to jerusalem with great joy and they stayed they uh, stayed continually at the temple praising god so those are the verses in luke chapter 24 and You know, that must have been pretty incredible for the disciples to see him alive. Um, I'm, I'm thinking they were probably pretty worried that 
um, all that they believed, you know, was going to happen maybe was not going to happen, but instead, miraculously, Jesus was there with with them, risen, just like he said would happen. So his Jesus' disciples got to witness what Jesus said would happen, and I, it reminded me kind of, of of a scene in the Chosen series, if you've seen any of that, uh, that, you know, told all about Jesus and his disciples. And, and Jesus had told the disciples that he would send the Holy Spirit to them. And there, I just remember a dramatic scene in the Chosen where the remaining apostles, you know, after uh, Jesus had died, um, are huddled inside a home you know, hiding out for fear of their lives. And it was a celebration of uh, Pentecost, and they began, uh, those apostles began praying. And as their prayers got more intense, the Holy Spirit dramatically descended upon the house and surrounded the house with tongues of fire. And you can read about that. And, And we will definitely be reading more about that in the book of Acts. But it it just made me think about, you know, Jesus telling these disciples, the disciples, his apostles, what would what would happen, and then this miraculous stuff actually happening. So, anyway, that was a powerful scene in the in the chosen series, and and a great example of of you know Jesus's um, what he said coming true. So. I'm going to go ahead and read our little short devotional for the day as well, just so you'll get a little, get to hear that short as these storylines always are. The historical reality of Christ's resurrection is central to the gospel. Scripture attests that hundreds of people saw Jesus after his resurrection. He appeared to Mary Magdalene and the women who came to the tomb, to the two men on the road to Emmaus, to the disciples, and then to more than 500 others. Had Christ not risen from the dead, all of his teachings and his claim to be Messiah would have been meaningless. In fact, Jesus' resurrection vindicated his claim to be the righteous Son of God, and it marked the beginning of a new era, a new creation and a new covenant with humanity that, well, a new covenant with humanity that welcomes all, regardless of ethnicity, race, gender, or socioeconomic class. Before he ascended into heaven, Jesus told his his disciples to stay in Jerusalem, where they would receive power from on high. Jesus' ministry, through the work of his disciples, by the power of the Holy Spirit, then expanded in a dramatic and remarkable way. So... um, the the Holy Spirit that started working um, once Jesus ascended into heaven is what's being talked about there, and and I described that a little bit in the the chosen scene that I mentioned. And you know, I've certainly heard pastors talk a lot about Jesus's resurrection over the years, and and how important that is, how central it is to our faith. It's you know, it's one of the great examples of um, 
Jesus's uh, God's supernatural power. Two thousand years later, you know, we 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 don't get the benefit of having seen it like the apostles did. You know, that's I'm, I'm sure that's powerful. When when you see it, you believe it. That's that seems pretty easy. But for us today, we we can read about it and we choose to believe whether that's true and and happened the way the Bible said it happened. And and I don't know, I'm just thinking today, how how do we have faith in that? You know, faith in something that happened so long ago. And, you know, I've got a little bit of an idea. I was talking about it in our Sunday school class crossings a couple weeks ago. Some things you just know, right? I mean, you just come to know that they are true. And and when you do, nobody could convince you otherwise, you know. Like, here's an example. Like, whenever I was a kid, I, I knew my mom or dad would do anything to protect me. I just knew it. There, there, there wasn't a question. I, I see it in my own wife today. She would do anything for one of our kids. She would... She would risk it all for them without hesitation. And I think the the apostles who were with Jesus, their their faith was like that. They they were all in. And and I do think we today can be all in too with the power of the Holy Spirit uh, that Jesus sent after he ascended into heaven. So Hopefully that's good to think about today as we went over Luke chapter 24. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for your um, your death on the cross and your resurrection and that you did what you said you would do. Thank you, God, for uh, the Bible and what it teaches us today. Help us to be all in like the apostles were. And... You know the the experience that we have in our own lives help help us to experience that deeply, so that our faith is is deep with you, like the apostles were. Thank you for the examples of what we get to read about, and just thank you for your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.